welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. In this episode, we're going to be looking at a case called Crown on the Application of Wong and Secretary of State for the Home Department. The citation for this case is 2023 UKSC 21. And this case that we're looking at this week is an immigration case relating to a scheme that has now closed down, the Tier 1 Investor Migrant Regime. The idea was that if you were a person with a lot of money and were able to make large contributions to the UK, then you would be entitled to leave to remain in the UK. More specifically, persons were required to have £1 million under their control in the UK, either their own money or money borrowed from a UK financial institution, and at least £750,000 of that had to be invested in the UK either via government bonds or in shares or loans to UK registered companies. In these proceedings, Ms Wong and over 100 other respondents subscribed to a scheme which was designed to ensure qualification under the Tier 1 investor migrant regime. Essentially, she borrowed £1 million from a company called Maxwell Asset Management Limited, and that company then promised to use that money to invest in shares or loans to UK-registered companies. Maxwell would have discretion on how to invest the money, and had the power to act on Wong's behalf thanks to a power of attorney. Instead of paying off the loan and the interest, Wong instead paid a flat fee of £200,000, which was repayable if she did not get leave to remain under the immigration regime. In Wong's case, the million pounds was loaned to a company called Eclectic Capital Limited, who then invested in Russian companies. This makes more sense when you consider that Maxwell and Eclectic were wholly owned and controlled by two Russian nationals, Dmitry Kurpachenko and his wife Nika Kurpachenko. Things came to a head in 2017 when Wong applied for leave to remain under the Tier 1 investor migrant regime. Her application was rejected by the Secretary of State on two grounds. Firstly, the loan from Maxwell did not result in her having £1 million under her control, because she had no choice regarding how the money should be invested. Secondly, the investment in Eclectic was not a qualifying investment because it was an excluded type of company. Wong's judicial review of this decision was rejected by the Upper Tribunal, but the Court of Appeal was on her side. The Secretary of State therefore appealed to the Supreme Court, and that is where we pick things up. The question for the Justices was therefore pretty simple. Was the money under the control of Ms Wong for the purpose of the immigration rules? Those rules have to be taken in context, and the scheme should be looked at as a whole, even if it is a tick-box system that sacrifices discretion in favour of clarity. On that basis, the Supreme Court agreed with the Secretary of State that money being under a person's control meant that they had to have a real choice over its use and disposition. The Court of Appeal was wrong to suggest that the money only had to be available to one personally rather than as a nominee. That is because the other requirement for the money to be of her own, would already exclude nominees and so the control requirement would be rendered redundant. Examining the Maxwell scheme, it is pretty clear that Wong did not have any real choice about what happened to her money. The scheme stated that the money would be invested in Eclectic, 
and the choice lay with the Kerpichenkos rather than was won. As such, the decision by the Secretary of State to refuse leave to remain was restored. Overall, I think the decision here is probably the right one, as it is not right to say that the money was ever really under Wong's control. In this conclusion, though, I want to talk more about these so-called golden visas, and the reason they were scrapped in early 2022. The original idea of having fast-track residency as an option for the super-rich was to encourage investment in the UK from outside of the EU. That may have been a noble intention, but it quickly became clear that the system was open to abuse, and to be honest you get a sense of that in this case as the Kerpachenkos were basically just funneling money to Russia, with the UK company acting as a front. In fact it is no coincidence that the regime ended not long after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, as more than 2,500 golden visas were awarded to Russian citizens. Over the years, more checks were introduced, but all that was ever really achieved was giving corrupt elites access to the UK. Having one rule for ordinary people and another rule for the super wealthy was not only unfair, but presented a legitimate threat to national security. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep it ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. This week in the newsletter we covered some of the other recent immigration disasters for the government including the Court of Appeal decision against the controversial Rwanda policy. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!